here for
Bible says he's the wonder of wonders. <laughs> yes. The mighty God. The Prince of Peace, the everlasting Father. Yeah. Amen. All those beautiful things. He's a great God.
Sometimes authorities and laws you know, aren't doing the right thing, not in the right place. And uh, people can congregate and get together for things that are uh, not even uh, that important, that you know, they're not necessary, and they can do that and be frivolous about it. Well, we can come together for church. Amen. So uh, my heart goes out to those who are <clears throat> just uh, having that. Uh, burden of wanting fellowship and wanting to hear the word of God, but thank God for the you know in in one sense thank God for the media we can put our services out there and podcast and yes. people can go, go online and watch services and thank God for that you know yeah. the devil cannot stop the people of God yeah. and uh, so I just my heart goes out to them um, about you know. Not, not able to, to gather together and thank God we have the opportunity so that, you know, we need to take advantage of every opportunity That's we right. get. And, and you know, uh, when, I, when I first received the Holy Ghost, you know, what my experience, my experience was that because of what I felt and what I was feeling, uh, being quickened and being uh, filled with the Spirit, it was just something that I guess it, it was a a desire I, I had and still do about wanting to seek God and, and draw close to Him. It just seemed like uh, uh, you couldn't stop me. And the devil tried to stop me. I don't know how many times, I couldn't tell you, but my heart's desire was I really wanted to be in the presence of God, whether to be in the prayer closet or even at the house of God, just to be in His presence, just to just to engage in fellowship and all that. So uh, it's important, you know, and, and that's what the Spirit will will lead you to do, uh, to enjoy His presence and, and praise God. We can feel His presence in here tonight, can't we? And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's one thing I always remember, you know. And praise God. What a what a precious feeling. About. And you know that's what loving God is all about. That's what loving God is all about. The Spirit will lead us, and His Word will definitely give us insight. Can't go wrong when we have those two things, those two elements, working upon us. Sometimes when we get weak in the faith and weak and our flesh starts to rise up, guess what? We have the Word of God that reminds us. Uh, uh, if you love me, keep my commandments. And and John said his commandments are not grievous. They're not something that is too hard for us to do. It's all for our, our good. So. so I'm glad we're here. So many things in the Word of God that, uh, of course, we need to uh, 
pursue, try to understand, seeking God. But it is, it is very interesting. I mean, it's coming to a point where there's really no place for us to go. And I remember the story where they were offended at Jesus, and that was in the Gospel of John. And they were offended at Jesus because he began to expound some things to him that some of them it was hard for, for them to understand, you know. And he was saying, where I go, you cannot go. And, and then he said, I, I've given you my, my body, my flesh to eat. They didn't understand that the principal concept of ingesting God's word. And so it kind of blew their minds. And some of them kind of uh, were offended because they could not understand. And what they did, they walked away from him. And, but his disciples said, you know, Lord, there's no other place for us to go. You have the words of eternal life. Where can we? Where else can we go? No place to go. That's where we're going. That's where we're headed right now. Right down, you know, that direction where we're coming down to the wire. There's no other place for us to go. Not unless you want to end up in a devil's hell. That's right. So that's the reason why we're here. And uh, to try to gain some kind of understanding. So that God can somehow impart to us light, life, knowledge, faith, wisdom, truth, all of it. It's all, uh, it's all together. And, and, and here we are. We're blessed of God to be able to, you know, experience this and and have this liberty to do so. I was telling my wife, coming to Bible study this evening, and I said, look around you, look at all these people. I said, you know what, who, you know who their God is today? I said, pleasure. Right. Pleasure is their God. Mm -hmm. That's why they're out there just, despite what's going on in our country, it just seems like it, some it hasn't really phased yet, you know. Uh, they haven't really come to full grips with it. But a lot of people are out there seeking pleasure. Seeking to, uh, uh, how would I say, just to uh, pad their conscience. Amen. So thank God we can come, though. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, we'll uh, get right into the Word of God this evening. I know last week we stopped. I think it was at in the Book of Revelation, was it? Those of you that. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> I just feel like uh, sometimes I just feel like uh, you know I, I, th this is a controversial subject with a lot of people not just believers but ministry but you know we can we've heard we've heard uh, so many different opinions about it of course We've, we've uh, taken that into consideration. That was our faith. But you know, I'm glad that right now the Word of God is is coming to us. And, and I believe this with all my heart. The Word of God is being revealed to us. Amen. And we can we can search Scripture and, 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 and going through my notes today and going through certain uh, certain uh, 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 how would I say this discussions and dialogue concerning it and and a, a lot of times when you do that when you're when you're learning something and when you're trying to here's the thing about it we're trying our best to find truth that's why we're here every person i believe there's people right now that are seeking the truth they feel compelled there's an urgency where they something and it's the spirit of god just tugging on them and He's trying to direct them to his word, to truth. And, and that, that's the whole thing. That's why we, here we are. And, and, um, but to be able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Come to the knowledge of the truth. I, I, I understand that because down through the years, you know, there's, there, has, there have been many, um, many uh, teachings and opinions 
and stated and and you know some some were obviously had truth in it some didn't but in, in my experience finally somewhere is somewhere is in the whole process I remember finally just coming to a point where you know we've got to somehow find God's word we've got to find the word that we can that that applies to what we're studying we got to find the word and, and it, it is in there uh, I want you to understand something uh, the mysteries of God when we talk about the mysteries of God there are mysteries that are there but the only reason why they're called mysteries is because they're not known but the only way that they can be known is if a person has a desire and a hunger to search and to seek God and, and because of that, when he sees that, when he sees that desire in us, you know what's going to happen? He's going to reveal his word to us. Huh? So, so we're coming into that place where now we're, uh, we're, we're searching and we're seeking. And, uh, you know, we've, we, we've, we've done it by uh, a process of, uh, anybody ever heard this expression, trial and error? trial and error, you know, it's just uh, the process of elimination, just going through, uh, I mean, uh, I guess the notes I have on it, this, this whole book right here, these are not all my notes, this is just, this is just having to do with what we're talking about. If I had the notes that I've, I've used over the years, you'd probably see several of these little notebooks in a binder, and charts, and graphs. <laughs> And even tapes. I couldn't tell you how many tapes I have, but let me tell you, I, 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 I'll tell you something. I went through every, I listened to every one of those tapes. And there, I, I probably, on this particular topic, I probably have, right now, I know I, I lost some over the years as far as loaning them out to people and never getting them back, but I must have about five to seven books on the topic. And I, I tell you what, I read every one. <laughs> so I took it upon myself to search, to seek, to try to understand. So when I, what I'm sharing with you, it's, it's taking a lot of time. But I'm, what I want, want you to do is I want you to listen to what I have to say and even let the word of God persuade you. And you search it out. You seek it out. And that's where we are right now. So that's what I want us to understand because a lot of people do not, um, and I'm not saying that boasting because I know I don't know everything. And uh, a lot of people don't know what you know. So you're privileged to know what you know. So uh, I want you to understand that. Uh, I, think, I think we ended, uh, where was it? Uh, Revelation. We were talking about uh, 10, the number 10, wasn't it? Was that where we were? Okay, let me. Which, which one? Okay, num numbers 1420. Let's go back there just for the sake of going back there again. I, God is a God of. That's, that's, that's what the whole book of uh, Deuteronomy was about. Rehearsing it all over again. I know. We have to rehearse it all over again to get it, to get it, how can I say it, to get it right, Amen. to learn, to understand. Uh, you know what? I'm looking forward to Friday night. <laughs> that was, uh, you know, sometimes certain, certain uh, you know, if I want to say it that way, questions or tests, they're challenging. Stirs your mind. Do your best to try to find the answer, or you know. And when you don't, that doesn't mean nothing. It just means that you have to search for it. But that's challenging. I tell you what, you seek until you find. So we're talking about the number ten. Uh, Numbers fourteen twenty two is where we read last, and it says, "Because of all these, all those men which have seen my glory and 
my miracles which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these ten times and have not hearkened to my voice. Have tempted me. So in other words, we're talking about ten. Remember that the, the ten days from the beginning of the, the blowing of trumpets, the memorial of blowing the trumpets on the first day of Tishri to the tenth day. The tenth day is the day of atonement. So ten days. And the question was asked, why ten days? Well, ten means something. So in this case, ten meant uh, uh, tribulation, pressure. And we all know what pressure is like, don't we? In one way or another, we've experienced pressure, all the different pressures that we uh, confront in life that come to us. And, uh, but the good thing about it is, guess what? We, we can overcome. So 10, ten, he said, these 10 which have uh, tempted me now, these who have tempted me now these 10 times and have not hearkened to my voice. So, amen, 10 times they tempted they tempted. Now, in, in what respect do you think, when, you, when we read that scripture verse now, he's talking about uh, the Israelites that were coming out of Egypt. And, and obviously God was doing, uh, he, he was manifesting his glory. He was manifesting his power. He was manifesting uh, his mercy. All these things happening to the people of Israel. I mean, how many, how many of you, how many people in this world have ever experienced and seen and followed a pillar of a cloud during the day? Obvious. Right there in front of you. Sometimes it sat still. Sometimes it just stayed there and covered above the, the, the Israelite camp. And they knew that they were to rest, they, were, they weren't to move, but when it began to move, they knew it was time to move. So they followed that pillar of a cloud. It was evident that, I mean, how many of you have ever seen a pillar of a cloud moving around? Huh? And then in the nighttime, it, it, from a pillar of a cloud to a pillar of fire. How many have ever seen a pillar of fire? But the Israelites seen that that was a manifestation of God. That was God proving to them that he was in their midst. Huh? He was with them. What, what greater proof could you have of God, physical proof could you have of God being with you? And they had it. Besides all the other miracles, he talks about all the other miracles, all the miracles that were, were being manifested because he wanted to know that, them to know that, hey, I'm, I'm here with you and I'm going to take care of you. But because they knew that, guess what? Because, you know, they, there's people that see the power of God. There's people that know the power of God, but you know what? They want to tempt God. Want to tempt God. Gotta be careful. Now here's the thing. You know what the Apostle Paul said? He cannot be tempted with evil. Right. So everything that we do, as far as the people of God, like they did, you know what they did? They tempted him with evil. Right. Huh? Amen. They tempted him. They tried him. For whatever reason, how many of you are satisfied with your relationship with God? You're not satisfied? You don't love God? <laughs> if you're seeking God, let me tell you something. I'm satisfied with my relationship. You know why? Because if, if I'm satisfied, satisfied seeking him, I will always be seeking him. Huh? So, so that's the thing. Um, but here, here they... What, what do they do? You know, and how, how do we, how can we connect that to the 10 days of, of, the, of the Feast of, of, of Tabernacles? How can we connect that 10 days of being tempted? Do you know what? There, there are going to be a lot of things happen. I believe this. You ever hear the story about the wheat and the tares? Right. Yeah. Amen. 
that, that's happening. That, that's there for a reason. Yes, it is. Huh? Yes, it is. Helps us to understand that in the body of Christ, it's not talking about out there, it's talking no. about in here. That's right. In the church. In the church. That's right. There's going to be wheats. There's going to be a, 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 a crop of wheat and a crop of tares. Weeds. And some, some writers say that tares almost look like wheat. Very similar to wheat, so you, you can't really tell the difference. But God knows. During that particular time, I believe, and, and as I shared with you last week, they referred to it as the days of awe. You know why? Because they knew. What did we read about it? They were to afflict their souls. Huh? They were to do some soul searching. Some earnest soul searching, some, some praying, some seeking God. Why? Because they knew the Day of Atonement was coming up. That the tenth day was an important day. Right. Huh? Amen. Amen. So they knew that, uh, man, we need to get serious. Huh? Amen. We need to get serious. So we understand that. So how can we, how can we apply this to the times that we're living in right now. Let me tell you something. The people of God, the people that claim to know God need to get serious with God. Amen. We all need to get serious with God. Amen. And, and you know, I'm not trying to accuse anybody, but amen. I believe this is going to be a time when we're going to be dealt with. And you know what? We need to separate from the things that we know do not please God. Amen. Huh? Amen. Because if we don't, if we don't let go of those loose ends, I don't think, I guarantee you, I don't think you're going to make the rapture. Huh? If you're not sincere and serious about your walk with God and, and you think that you have enough time where you can, you know what you're doing? You're tempting God. You're tempting God. And so that's, you know, 10 days. Either it might, it might be 10 days of temptation for you. Whoosh. You never know. And I, you know, it's, 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 a, it's figurative. 10. Figurative. Everybody say figurative. Figurative. <clears throat> Not literal 10 days. Could be a period of time. You ever, you, uh, you ever wonder why Jesus said that? He said, uh, that you can be, you, that you would be saved from the temptation that's going to fall upon all the earth. Yeah. Huh? That's what he said. From the hour of temptation. Let me tell you something. I believe that's why the devil's working so hard on so many right now. That's right. Huh? That's why he's throwing up all the distraction. That's why he's turning on the real bright lights. Huh? Uh, what, what do you call those kind of lights, Brother Dan? This, can light up a boardwalk, uh, catches people's attention. Searchlight. Uh, how, how did, what's that term they use that? The, the bright lights? Neon, uh, neon lights. There you go. <laughs> he's, turning, he's turning on his neon lights right now. He's turning them on so everybody can go, Ooh, that looks nice. That looks colorful. That looks bright. You know why? Because he wants to distract you. Right. Yes. I have never seen an onslaught of worldly temptation come upon people right. via yes. the media. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm really burdened. I'm really burdened. I'm almost feeling like I should put out a decree and say, all your parents, Take away your cell phone from your children. Amen. If they're not praying through, Amen. Huh? Amen. if their attitude is not good, right. huh? if there's resistance, if there's rebellion, huh? if there's disobedience, let me tell you something. Take those phones away from them. Right. You know why? They're being brainwashed without yeah. thinking about it. They see, that's how sly the devil is. Right. Yeah. You might be thinking, oh, I'm playing games. There's nothing wrong. Oh, yes, there is. Yeah. Right. It's getting your mind away from God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. 
I don't care. If you can pray and read your Bible as much as you are on your phone or your iPad, then I would say, okay, it's fine. But guess what? I've seen this ever since these, these all started to come out. I've seen this. Nobody can do it. That's right. Woo, all the kids are not looking too happy right now. But let me tell you something. Uh, this is where I want to shake everybody up. It's either heaven or hell. That's right. Amen. Maybe even some of you adults. I don't know. Huh? Temptation. They tempted God. You know why? You know why they tempted God? Because their minds were still back there in Egypt. That's right. Obviously, why were their minds still back there in Egypt? Obviously, they're remembering the, all the images, huh? That's right. Huh? All the flesh pots, mm -hmm. all the garlic and cucumber, mm -hmm. all the things that spiced up the, their, their appetite. Yes. Yes. So that was their problem. Couldn't let go of those things that they were bound in. I think that's why temptation. That's why temptation. Amen. Amen. I, 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 let me tell you something. There's life after the cell phone. There's life after the cell phone. There's life after the iPad. You can live. You know, people act like they can't live without the... That's addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's addiction. Amen. Gotta go back to it. Relapse. Amen. Uh, DTs. Amen. You, you could have physical DTs. Yes, you can. Your body goes through a spell, and because you're you're not ingesting whatever that drug is, your body throws a fit and you go into DTs. Did you realize this? You don't necessarily have to have a drug to do that. Right. Because yeah. just watch people's emotions. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Amen. That's right. Getting mad, slamming yeah. things around, yeah. Yeah. throwing themselves on the floor and kicking, yeah. Yeah. doing the worm. Yeah. Huh? I'm old time Pentecost. Amen. I think about those men of God that I sat under. And you know, I love the Lord. I love and I thank God for their influence in my life. It wasn't an easy road, I guarantee you. When you're, when you're learning, when you're growing, when you're, when the word of God is coming to you and what you have to do is you have to separate, separate yourself from the things that you know don't please God, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a task. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm glad that they were persistent. Yes. I, I'm glad that they were, uh, what's the word of, they were consistent in what they were doing. Amen. And you know what, they didn't hesitate to rebuke or to reprove or to correct. They came across with it. They, they pointed their finger at you and they told you what you needed to do. And I'm glad. you know why? Because if they didn't, I, I probably would have ended up back there. And, and let me tell you something. I was tired of my drugs. I was tired of alcohol. Huh? I was tired of all the, the, the sin that I was living in. So I'm glad. You know, and, and I know we, we, we kind of feel like it's, you know, a little bit humorous, but let's get serious about our convictions. Amen. Let's get serious about our walk with God. Amen. We have to draw the line, and we have to toe the line. And I think about them. And I, you know what? I owe it to them. Amen. All the time they spent talking to me, Amen. teaching me, Amen. even rebuking me. 
So here I am doing what I can to somehow get that out to you and project that to you, the same message to you. Come on. What, 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 did, what did Paul say that uh, when he talked about temptation, that there's no te temptation that is what? That is what? Common. Common to man. There's no temptation. We will all face temptation. But it's, it's up to you to overcome temptation. Just because temptation comes your way doesn't mean you have to succumb to it. Amen. Amen. That's right. You can overcome it. Yeah. Huh? You can overcome temptation. You can say no to the devil. You can say no to the world. And you can even say no to yourself. Amen. Amen. To him that thinketh he standeth, take heed lest he fall. Hmm? Oh, that won't hurt me. Huh? Doesn't it doesn't appear to be hurting you right now, but in the long run, what's gonna happen? You gradually change. That's right. Huh? Your love for God, you're not as zealous, you're not as on fire. Huh? You're not as excited as you used to be. Start talking, somebody talks talk about God right away, you want to just turn the other way. Huh? Get that grumpy look on your face. Don't talk to me about God. These are these are things that are very vital to our spiritual uh, survival. Job nineteen thirteen. Job nineteen thirteen. So ten, talking about ten temptation in the scripture. He talked about you know they tempted him ten times ten times temptation in the book of Job there's a reason why this is in the scripture Job 19 oh excuse me Job 19 3 not 13 that's a, a little hash mark that's not supposed to be there 19.3 says these ten times have ye reproached me are ye not ashamed that ye make yourselves strange to me? Reproach. Reproach. When we think about that, it's a serious thing to reproach, especially when we know God. When we've experienced salvation, huh? when we can cause reproach, oh Lord, have mercy on us. I was asked by a pretty uh, a, 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 a person we we got to know when we first moved down here in Vermillion in 2006. We act, actually they were our landlords. They're pretty uh, well-to-do people, well-respected people of the community. And uh, met him yesterday at the at the uh, of all places the landfill, <laughs> taking all all the broken branches and stuff. And here he comes backing up, and I I I've seen his truck come in. I said, "Oh, there's Ted right there." Sure enough, he gets out and looks over, sees him. Hey, Harold! Came over, shook my. How are you doing? And uh, he said, <clears throat> how you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. Yep, I'm doing okay. He said, so, you still got that church going there? I said, yes, we do. He said, you know, that's something. That's something. That's really good. He said, we drive by there often. We look at it. He said, that's really good. And he, went, and, and he said, and you fit right in there. I don't know how many times, you know, 
mostly with his wife, Karen, we, we got into some really good debates about a lot of things, politics, God. But it seemed like every time she would voice her opinion and I would come back at with her, and I wasn't trying to overpower her or be overbearing, I would just mention something and, and it just seemed like when I did, because she's, she's a debater, and, and she'd come back and she'd go, you know. And so we, we'd talk about it, and you know what she said? Harold, you would make a good Democrat. <laughs> I said, I don't think so. She said, why not? I said, because they're too liberal. Amen. She said, you really think so? I said, yes, I do. She said, tell me why. So I, I, I began to, and I didn't, maybe I got through my first two uh, uh, examples, and we stopped right there. She said, oh, wow. I said, you know what? I told her what party I belong to, but the only reason why, I said, because of what I believe in, as far as God is concerned, the scripture is concerned, when you start to get away from that, yeah. then you're going way out. That's right. I said, that's the reason why. She said, that makes a lot of sense. But she said, you know what's really, you know what's really uh, unique in all this? She said, you're a Native American. <laughs> yeah. And she said, and you love God, you love you love the Bible so much. She said, to me, that's you. That's awesome. Amen. I said, well, God is God. <laughs> so that's why they said, it fits me. I fit in pretty good. I don't, I don't want to cause reproach against the name of Jesus Christ. I don't want to cause reproach against the church. If I say who... I say I am, I want to be that person. Amen. I don't want to give anybody an opportunity to, to reproach God because I'm not living the part that I need to live. That's right. Being the person that I need to be for Jesus. Amen. Because that causes reproach. And whenever they see you backing down and slacking, you know what? They're going to say, hmm. I've been there before. That's why I'm saying that. I've been there before. So it's just best to keep yourself away from a lot of stuff that you know will obviously defile you. Yeah. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Huh? Don't put yourself in a place where somebody sees you. They're going to say, hey, I've seen brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so at, at such a place. Hmm. Don't cause reproach. And you know what? That's what the devil wants us to do. Yeah. During this period of time, and that's why I said, and, and I'm not saying it to, I'm, I'm not Donald Donner. They, uh, girls say Debbie Donner. I'm not a girl, so, or a female, so I'm a male, so I say Donald Donner. <laughs> or Doug Downer, I guess. I'm not, I'm not that kind of person, but let me tell you something. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The devil's fighting hard. Yeah. Yeah. Tooth and nail and then some. He's working hard against the people of God. And he will do whatever he can to try to get you to backslide. Ooh, there's that word. Anybody know what that what that means? Backslide. That's a script. That comes in there's several places in the scripture. Does anybody actually know what that means? Sliding back to where you came from. Yeah, sliding back to where you. But you know what's the, what's the, the the true definition of backsliding? Because he says as a backsliding heifer. Yeah. <coughs> Nobody knows. You know what that means? It, it's like if if you had a, a heifer and you were you were trying to. You know, get it, because, you know, based, you know, reality is sometimes cows don't want to go where you want them to go. Yeah. So when you try to lead them, you know what they're going to do? They're going to put their hooves in the ground, and you're trying this, and they're just sitting down, and they're not going anywhere. So you know what you have to do? You have to literally drag them. They don't want to go this way, but you're making them go this way. That's a backsliding heifer. That's a backslider. You, they, you want them to go this way, but they don't want to go this way. That's the true meaning of backslider. Right. 
They're trying to get you to go, but guess what? You're just like a backsliding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's something, isn't it? Because if you don't want to make the rapture, you don't have to. You're not going to be in the rapture if you don't want to. All you have to do is just not do nothing. Are you listening to me, kids? Yeah. Not do nothing. That's right. Not do nothing. You might say, I'm not sinning. Oh, yeah, but you're not doing nothing. That's right. Amen. I'm just trying to help you. Amen. Some are saying, oh, there goes pastor again. Huh? There goes pastor again. Every time I come, he does that to me. <laughs> How do I know I'm doing that to you? Huh? How do I know your situation? I know. God knows. And so, all right, here's, 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 another, here's another number, uh, uh, reason why the number of 10 is significant. Uh, go with me to Daniel chapter uh, 1. Daniel chapter 1. And... Uh, Hallelujah, man, oh, hallelujah. Daniel chapter 1, verse number 12. He says, in verse 12, he says, Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days. Prove them, ten days. Woo, it's going to be a, a period of proving. Huh? Already, you could almost feel the intensity. It's coming down to that point where it comes down to the wire. When it comes down to the wire, guess what? People are gonna, when they know that the finish line is right up ahead, and they want to be, you know, the the the, the thought is they want to be the first one there. You know what? They're going to push their way at the very end. And usually when that happens, people are going to be crowded out. So it becomes very a very intense place to be. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of competition there. And you know when to prove yourself, you, you you've got to be in that place. And we're going to be proven. We're going to be proven. There's a lot of uh, intensity in the air. But you know what? I hope your goal and I hope your aim is you want to make that finish line. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Do you know what they're saying? Right at that entrance, right at that entrance, there's going to be a lot of crowding. It's it's not a broad entrance, it's a narrow entrance. It's an entrance that he said straight and narrow. So in other words, you know what that means? There's, There's a lot of activity there. So because of that activity, if you want to make it to heaven, guess what? You've got to push your way through. Amen. You can't just stand back and say, oh, I want to go to heaven, and you don't make an effort. That's right. Amen. You've got to make an effort. Amen. You've got to make an effort. Don't let the devil keep you back. Don't even let yourself keep you back. Sometimes we have to be our own, uh, what do they call them, coaches that kind of, you know, uh, that kind of get you, huh? Yeah, like a personal trainer, but, you know, what they say about them, they, you know what I'm talking about, Joel? Uh, uh, Motivational, yeah, motivational coach. Come on, you have to be your own motivational coach. Come on. Amen. That's right. Get up. Come on. Get up. Come on. Amen. Come on, you can do it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's going to be proving. That's why it's important. Proving. 
Because remember, the tenth day is the day of atonement. It's a day that, you know, the church is heading, you know, prophetically, and, and what this all means is when we look at the scripture and, and we interpret what, what the what the, the feasts are, and of course the, the, the seventh month feast, the tabernacles, you come to that <clears throat> tenth day right now. Let me tell you something. And I believe this with all my heart. The Lord wants his people to come to spiritual maturity, Amen. perfection. Right. He wants us to come to that place where we can start to throw cast off. And that's why the Apostle Paul said that be not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Right. Huh? Don't be tossed. Don't be so uh, gullible. Right. Huh? Right. Don't be so gullible. He said, as, as, as what, as, as he uses that term, he uses that term as being children. That's what he says, doesn't he? Being tossed, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro. Huh? Amen. We've got to have a level of maturity in our, in our spirit and in our, in our mind that, hey, we know what's happening. Huh? Right. We're not going to be fooled. We're not going to be that naive. Huh? We've got to. And I, that's the whole reason I believe, I understand what the scripture is saying. We're coming to that place where the church is going to go through this. We're going to experience that. Why? All for the purpose of cleansing. Preparation. The, the whole thing about it is preparation. Preparation. Preparing ourselves for the coming of the Lord. So, the tenth day is an important day. That, and, and please don't go right away. Well, when that all starts, I'm going to count ten days. That's not, it's figurative. It's a time period. Right. It's figurative. Yes. Figurative. It's going to get us to that. There's going to be a day when the Lord's going to say, Oh, my bride is ready. She's been through that period of time. Now she has made herself ready. And you know what's going to happen? It's, why? Why? A lot of people could never see the significance of the Day of Atonement and the high priest and the when him making atonement. Him going in and making atonement and coming out and they've never seen the significance of of the year of jubilee and during this particular period of time. You know, it could have been it could have been uh, 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 given or, or, or appointed in another feast, but not. It wasn't. It was only on the feast of tabernacle. Why on the seventh month, on the tenth day, on the fiftieth year? Does that high priest come out of after he finishes making atonement for everybody and he comes out and he goes? You know what? You know what? If you, here's uh, I don't mean to jump ahead, but I'm just gonna, just a little bit, just for your sake. I'm almost out of time anyway. But you know what? When you look and you look up that word, the jubilee trumpet in the in the Old Testament, and you're, you're taking the scripture out of uh, uh, Leviticus where we talked about Leviticus 23, uh, 25, Deuteronomy 31, all these scriptures that talk about the the, uh, yeah, Leviticus 23, Numbers 29. Uh, when they talk about the Jubilee trumpet, did you did you know that that literal definition of the Jubilee trumpet means the clangor of trumpets, acclamation of joy, because of the Jubilee. Wow. Now, why is it on that particular day that? They go through so much, and, and they build it up so much, like, whoa, this is the day, the jubilee. One day out of every 50 years. Wow. One day out of 50 years. Let me tell you something. The rapture only happens once. Right. Amen. That's right. They didn't blow it every time they had the Feast of Tabernacles. They waited every 50 years to blow it. Why? That was a type. There's only one rapture. That's right. It's going to be blown only once. And you get to hear it only once in 50 years. Yeah, Remember that generation? Uh, what is the generation? Does anybody know? Brother Dan, you probably know. Generation's 40. 40 years 
40 years. So guess what? If they heard it 50 years in the past, that generation never heard it the 50th year. That's a long time. So it was a one-time thing. You, you only were able to, if, if you were blessed, you experienced at least once in your life. So here's the thing. That's, that's the type and shadow. So, so here's the thing. You're only going to experience the rapture once in your life. That's right. That's it. Yep. That's right. It's only one, one train out of here. That's right. Huh? You, and you already got your t ticket stamp. Acts 238. So if I were you, I'd hold on to your ticket. Huh? Because you get up there and get on that train and go to the... the the, what, what is he called? The conductor? Yeah, yeah. He's going to say, hey, where's your ticket? And you're going to be going. <laughs> well, I had it right here. <laughs> huh? You're going to lose your ticket. Yeah. Wow. That's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So, praise God. Man, I... Hmm. <sighs> So when, we, when we see the significance of this, uh, if you if you want a if you want a uh, uh, what's those little numbers they use reference numbers in the in the concordance what do they call those uh, well anyway that you can go to because that's the word that's the word okay if you want to know what that word in the in the Greek um, excuse me in the Hebrew it's eighty six. 43 in the Strong's Concordance. Write that down and read that. Find out. You're going to find out. That's And if you have a really good, uh, because a lot of times some of the Strong's Concordance doesn't really go into that kind of detail. So if you have a good lexicon, you use the same number system, go into your lexicon, you can find out. The lexicon's going to come up with a little bit more, a uh, little more specific interpretation of that. So that's what it means. Can you imagine that? We're only going to hear that trumpet once. Some of us are going to hear it and then going, phew! Yeah. Yeah. And there are going to be some that can hear it, but they're not going to go, phew! Wow. That's a sobering thought to me. Yeah. Wow. Sobering thought. Only get one opportunity. I'm not going to say chance. That's right. You get one opportunity to hear. If I can find that recording, I'm going to find it and I'm going to probably bring it and I'll set it up. Maybe, Lord willing, if I can remember my next Bible study, and I'll play those different uh, blasts of trumpets. When, when you hear it, especially especially the one for the Day of Atonement, let me tell you something. It's going to put chills on your spine. You're going to hear that and you go, ooh, but that's what they did. That's how they, that's how they understood. Man. So it's something to think about. We'll stop there for tonight if that's all right with you. We've got... You know, and I'm just going as a, a I guess I'm, I'm kind of sparingly, I guess, if I want to say it that way, but because there's so much things that are important for us to go to after, after the, I haven't even gotten to the Feast of Tabernacles yet. So if we, once we get there, we, we, we see everything that happens there. And of course, remember this, this all ties into that week, the seventh week of Daniel, Everything that's going to happen after that, man, I tell you what. Woo! Lord. Lord is good, that's all I can say. Friday evening, uh, is there going to be youth Friday evening? Yes. Okay, this week, all right. There, there's going to be youth Friday evening, so everybody be advised and come and let's have a good time. Learning. Amen. It's a learning experience. Mm. And it's always challenging. Nothing wrong with being challenged. So it's always been good. So uh, then 
Of course, this weekend, um, regular service, Sunday, Sunday school, Sunday morning, and evening. So, Lord bless you. Thank you for coming. Have a good rest of the day.